0: Welcome to this week in Muller Crusader Sports here on Let's Let'sGoBigMo.com and ESPN Media powered by Sidearm Sports. I'm Jason Griefer. As always, we're joined by Moeller Athletic Director Mike Asbeck. Mike, good morning. How are you?
1: Jason, I'm doing great. Another busy weekend, another busy week, and another one ahead of us. But uh, it's a great time to be a Crusader, so we're, we're, we're trucking
0: along here. Let's get right into it, and uh, one of the sports we uh, haven't talked about because it's just getting going here and it happened over the weekend was uh, indoor track uh, competing up at Cedarville over the weekend. That season just getting going. Uh, take us through that and what you saw from your men.
1: Well, it, it, it is just getting going, so I think uh, Coach uh, Crockett and those guys are just getting these guys into shape and getting them going. I didn't really have the results in some of the things that uh, – Coach Coach and I are touching base later this afternoon, but I, I know that leading up to it, the guys are working hard about the field events and those opportunities. Uh, are, and, and really the indoor uh, uh, whole part of the indoor process is to kind of gear up towards the spring and get these guys ready in full gear. So I know they're looking they're looking to have a good indoor season and also get that uh, reeling into the spring uh, part of the track season.
0: Let's move on to the ice. We talked last week about your uh, hockey team having a really difficult stretch to end the regular season three games in a row over this past weekend. But it seems like they did what they needed to do and uh, able to get into the uh, CHC tournament, the the Blue Jackets Cup. Things don't get easy for them once they get into the tournament this coming Thursday. But uh, take us back through this past weekend and uh, the performance from your hockey team.
1: Well, you're right. I mean, started off with the win over Talawanda and, and you know, and, and obviously Bishop Watterson at the sales match, and they, they needed to get them some things going, and uh, I think they did. They, they they they're scoring some goals. They're getting themselves in position, and the Blue Jacket Cup starts on Thursday, and uh, you know, I know they're looking forward to that. I know also, uh, you know, Wednesday, Coach Gibson's going to be up in Columbus for the uh, the OHSA draw, and uh, we'll see where we kind of go with the. Uh, with our tournament draw which begins on on monday the 17th so um a busy time for them an exciting time it's a good time to start playing some good hockey and uh, i know uh i know coach is pleased with uh with the attitude of the guys and, and the direction they're headed at this point in the season
0: how are they feeling about the challenge on thursday going against upper arlington who has not lost this season and ranked number two in the state
1: yeah you know ua is great they, they're a great program they've been around a long time and uh uh you know we we've had limited success we have had some success against them recently in recent years but uh they're a tough squad you know but again you know it's an opportunity to go up and and let it all hang out and uh see what happens and hopefully you get some good goal play and uh we can keep it keep it respectable and give ourselves a chance uh to win it uh in the final period
0: Let's move on to bowling, and a good week for your bowling team, I would say. You get the, the win over Walnut Hills, a comfortable win there, and then we we talked last week about going into the quad match in the GCL, and uh, boy, your team definitely showed out. Finishing second, just 63 total pins behind Elder, and uh, looking at some of the numbers, uh, Nolan Braun go, rolls a season high of 265, John Painter season high of 247. I have to imagine not only the coaching staff, but you yourself are impressed with the way – they've been able to close out the regular season and also in a big quad match like this for these two young men in particular and your whole team to be able to bowl the way they did.
1: Uh, You're you're absolutely right. I mean, the win over Walnut Hills was a great start leading up to that. And then uh, the quad to finish second. You know, I think I've talked about this in previous weeks. The opportunity for our guys to be bowling their best heading into the tournament.
0: Uh, And I think they are.
1: You know, uh, the sectional tournament starts on Monday the 7th. 17th as well and these guys are bowling with a lot of confidence you know I think they're they're finding their groove and I know coaches are excited about where they're at in the season and uh, those last two outings uh, certainly will help uh, propel them and hopefully we can get a good sectional showing and, and, and hopefully they have an opportunity to advance to the districts
0: how firm are the coaching staff and players believers in that momentum peaking at the right time especially this late in the season
1: I think it makes all the difference in the world. You know, I, I think you, you, there's two different ways you can be finishing your season: flat or on or, a or high. And, and uh, regardless of how successful your regular season has gone, and I think these guys are, are finishing on a high. I think what we could talk about swimming, swimming is finishing on a high. Yep. So at the right time of the year to be doing your best is going to give you the best shot, and, and it's about confidence. Now, right now, it's you know it's what's going on between the years too, and. And that uh, a lot of the time lends itself to giving yourself a great opportunity to win.
0: Do you feel that's the same way with the swimming team coming out of the sectionals and heading into districts?
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, I uh, finished third, uh, you know, in the sectionals. You know, uh, we had 13 individuals qualify for the district. We had all three of our relays qualify, and uh, I think you know that that bodes well. I mean, for these guys to to kind of uh, you know. Be swimming their best at the right time uh, to get themselves to put themselves uh, d- into the districts with a with a good number of guys making it, and then obviously trying to get, qualify as many guys as we can for the state state meet, uh, which is March 6th up in Canton. But you know, also our divers, you know, Gavin and James, you know, both qualified for the districts as well. Gavin finished second, James finished 15th, um, and there there are opportunities to kind of build some points through the diving aspect of it too, isn't it? only going to help our team and help them individually as we move forward as well.
0: How confident are you in your swimmers and divers that you'll be able to either send an individual or uh, relay teams to the state meet?
1: Uh, I'm real confident. I mean, I'm real confident we're going to get somebody, a couple guys through a relay. And, uh, you know, I think Gavin's got a really good opportunity from a diving standpoint to, to, uh, to get qualified for the state as
0: well. Let's move on to the uh, basketball court, and uh, the team clinches the GCL title outright again after a uh, nice win against Elder this past Friday in the pit and then tur- to turn around the next day and beat Turpin by 21. That's no small feat. As we talked last week, Turpin's, Turpin's going to win the ECC but a really nice week way to close the week for your men there. Winning the GCL title, it's it's become it's sort of a yearly thing with Moeller. Do the guys take time to celebrate that, or is it just business as usual? We got this wrapped up. Let's move on to the next.
1: Well, I would say I think the league was was you know was very tough this year. I think uh, the competition in the league was good. And we still got a big game left here with Saint X on Friday over there, and I know they're going to be hopped up for it. Our guys will be as well. And um, I think, again, what, you, you look at our schedule and who we play, it's been a meat grinder. I mean, we don't have any easy uh, easy take a break opportunities down the stretch here. And I think you're right. Friday night was a hostile, very hostile environment that Elder and our guys uh, took advantage of, of just staying on top of their game and standing up and showing a lot of character. In, in an environment that uh, you know challenged that character and uh, they did a great job in doing that and I couldn't have been more proud of how they handled themselves Friday night and then to turn around to come back on senior day, you know uh, you know when we were recognizing all our seniors for their great uh, co- contributions to our program and then to, to oh by the way play you know the number four seed in the in the, in the in Cincinnati. And Turpin coming in, and, and our guys, you know, it started off a little slow, but responded very well, and uh, obviously
0: were able to wear them down,
1: and, and you know, get a 21 point win. It was kind of weird. I was talking to somebody that said didn't feel like that because it was it was a competitive game, and Turpin's got a really good team. I think they're going to make some noise in the tournament, but it was good to get to get that taken care of, and to, to have that win, and to have the seating meeting on Sunday, and kind of get the sheet. You know the the sectional draw, and uh, I think we were able to do very well with that when we opened up on the 22nd um, against Little Miami, which we'll be playing our sectionals in Hamilton uh, this year.
0: You talked about the uh, the the difficulty of the schedule that you've played that your team has played, and the way they've been able to uh, pile up the wins anyway. As we said, they've won nineteen straight, haven't lost since December seventh, and you have not. The team has not had a, a win by less than ten points in a, in a month since the, the game at LaSalle back on January tenth. What does it say about this team that they're able to play such a difficult schedule, and yet over the last month continue to churn out double digit win after double digit win?
1: Well, I think a lot of those games are grind games until we, you know, we get to the fourth quarter. And I think our guys have an opportunity to – I think our depth helps us out a lot. I think we're able to rotate guys where I think some other teams are six or seven deep only. And I think we're able to keep ourselves in a position to where we can, you know, have some success early on, grind them out, and then wear them out in the fourth quarter. And that creates those opportunities. So these guys have just persevered. I mean, there's, you know – be a team coming off a state championship, back-to-back state championships, and know that you're going to get everybody's best night in, night out, it's an extra motivational tool in practice to keep yourself, to keep that edge, knowing that you're going to have to perform or you're going to get knocked off. And everybody, every team, most of every team on our schedule has presented a challenge that if we don't show up and we don't play and we don't challenge ourselves, you know, we we could get knocked off. These guys don't want that to happen, certainly at this point in the season. Um, and uh, I, you know, I'm very confident the way Coach Kramer and his staffs working with these guys to make sure they're prepared night, night in and night out.
0: That particular type of style in which you, you touched on there, the de- the defense sort of grinding teams out through three quarters and then try and pull away in the fourth quarter. How well do you think that will bode for this team? as it makes it through the postseason? Obviously, you got to take it one game at a time, and we know that. But as it gets going, the things get tougher in the postseason. How well will that style bode them when you get into those tougher matchups?
1: Well, I think it, it bodes very well because we've seen every style you can possibly see. We've seen teams who've been trying to slow it down against us and kind of make us work and, and hold the ball and run time off the clock. We've seen teams that have tried to pressure us up front and maybe run with us a little bit and so we've seen just about every style and have adapted to all those styles of, play of approaches that teams are going to bring to us so by when playing teams around the state and exposing yourselves to opportunities like that you know you're not caught off guard you're not surprised so I, I think that's one of the biggest thing i think our guys are going to be ready for wherever and whoever we play for whatever they're going to throw at us because we've seen it and we've we've experienced it so you know, we don't play per se in a in a bubble to where we see the same thing night in, night out. And then you get in the tournament, and all of a sudden, somebody from another part of the state is going to challenge you differently than what you've seen all year. So I think our guys are, are are have been challenged in just about every possible way we can be challenged, and they've met that challenge. And that's one of the exciting things about uh, tournament time and 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 these runs. And hopefully, we can. Kind of be playing well into March to see where it takes
0: us. And as you said, they'll close out the regular season this Friday at Saint X. How important is it for this for these group of men to finish the the deal and go through the GCL unbeaten?
1: Well, I, you know, it's very important. I mean, one at Saint X, so I that should be enough said right there. You know, these guys want to wrap this thing up the you know the right way. They, they don't want to lose a late game. They haven't lost a late game in a long time. And, they're you know, certainly over there at Saint X. It'll be packed. It'll be noisy. It'll be everything you can imagine, um, and uh, they'll they'll be up for the challenge uh, uh, to get uh, to 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 make sure that they're putting themselves an the opportunity to take advantage of, of of this end of
0: the season opportunity. Lastly, before I let you go here, we talked at the top of the broadcast about the track get indoor track getting going and just spring sports just on the horizon here. For Moeller, as an administrator yourself, how busy of a time is this for you when you have your winter sports getting into the postseason, and yet your spring sports are just on the horizon, or in the, the case of the track team, already underway?
1: Yeah, it is. It's 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 there's a little bit of a transitional period. You know, we have multi-sport a lot of multi-sport athletes, so they you know, you know, the spring sports are you know waiting for the winter sports guys to finish up. Uh, practice space, you know, with the weather and everything, which leads me into one of the things I wanted to bring up. We're having our football field turf being replaced that is starting today. Uh, estimated time of completion uh, is mid March. So uh, that throws another wrinkle into it because that limits what uh, some of the opportunities we have uh, out back uh, for this time period. But uh, it's a well, it's a it's a needed opportunity for our football field. But one of the great things about that. You know this spring and going into the fall we'll have a brand new surface where we plan on out back there soccer field's still got another year or two of life in it but we'll certainly be doing that here very soon too um, but yeah it, it, it's a, the transitional period is is tough it, it comes down to scheduling uh, space and making sure guy. you know we're, we're not here real late and we able to use the, the fields and, and whether it be the all Saints fields or backfield uh, our activity center or the gyms to make sure all the needs are being met. And we do actually have to go off campus and rent some space, too, to make sure we can meet all those needs. But it's a good time. It's a it's an uplifting time. It's a, a great time of the year from a winter standpoint to kind of get to the tournament runs and see where those take you. And then you've got the energy and the youth of the spring, which is just starting with a lot of ambition to, uh, leading towards that to see where that will take us uh, uh, into, into, May, into you know, early May and, and late May.
0: Well, as you said, though, a busy time but an exciting time. Obviously, we've got a lot of postseason ahead of us here in the next few weeks and uh, spring sports not on, not too far off on the horizon as well. Uh, Mike, as always, we appreciate the time and uh, we'll reconvene next week and uh, see more exciting action from your Crusader men.
1: Hey, Jason, I appreciate it. One last thing I do want to mention. Our yes. uh, stag is, our sports stag is uh, on the 19th with Sean Casey and anybody who's interested or hasn't registered for that yet can go to Let's Go Big Mo and and check out the information there and get registered. And uh, and uh, we look forward to people joining us on the 19th. It's Sean Casey for our sports tag here at Moller
0: as well. That is Moller AD Mike Asbeck joining us for this week in Muller Crusader
1: Sports here on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports.